Hey, Peppin. Yo, yo. Hey, you ever have, like, a person that you... You know this person, but then you don't see him for a while, and then you do, and you don't recognize him. Yeah, that's like all my friends. I don't know who you are, but I'm still friends, I guess, because I knew you that one time. Is, that's kind of weird. Like, how does that even happen? Is that like a change over time thing? Or? Well, it's like we expect from high school that we're going to throw a whole bunch of people into a room, and that these people are going to commingulate form friendships, enemies, bonds, all the things that you could do. And then when once we go out to the world, we're somehow going to hang on to these loosely cut bonds. But no, I mean, there's a very unnatural situation happening there. Why in the world would we have these maintained connections between people? Why indeed, Nathan, I think this is something of which we need to talk. <laughs> So glad you guys could join us. I am here once again with my best friend, Nathan Pepin. How's it going, Pepin? Yo, yo, I'm doing well. I am slightly on Ambien. How about you? Not too bad. Good to know that we're getting a uh, an altered Pepin today. Yeah, well, it's a sleeping pill, and uh, I took it last night, and sometimes, you know, if I wake up early in the morning, i.e. today to do the podcast, it's still my system a little bit, so... Yeah. and that's like a doctor thing. Yeah, so yeah. yeah. Because I have chronic insomnia, which is unstoppable from anything, even like pans to the face. I, re- <laughs> I really like the way you just presented that, which is unstoppable. <laughs> that is, that's terrifying, to be honest. It's not very fun. Last night, I had all these dreams. I don't want any more dreams. The ambient makes you have like awful dreams. Well, okay. The ambient helps with the dreams, but it's like... The night before, I didn't take Ambien, and I just had fucked up after fucked up after fucked up after fucked up dreams. Mm. And that was with, uh, what's it called? The other one, Benadryl. Because mm. Benadryl is the other sleep med, but it doesn't work very well. I thought Benadryl was just like an antihistamine. Well, it is, but it does a lot of different things. So people use it for uh, sleep. So uh, any sort of sleep medication, usually it's uh, be a benzodiazepine. Not benzodiazepine, that, that's something else. It's... Uh, it's the Benadryl that gets you to sleep. It, 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 antihistamines can do a lot of weird things. Mm-hmm. And I'm not sure what aspect of that's going to do anything, but yeah. So you told me a story once um, about a, uh, you, there was somebody that you knew and they came into your work and you didn't really recognize them. And then they were like mad that you didn't recognize them. Can you retell that story? Uh, I mean, okay, there's a part one to the story. Okay, let's start at part one. So the, the part one is uh, I was working uh, at a, another location. So same same job, same kind of company, different location. Mm-hmm. A and, financial institution? Yes. Okay. Uh, bank, credit union, whatever you want to call it. And so I was doing kind of concierge. I'm just kind of hanging out in the in the lobby, essentially the, the supermarket, and greeting people as they come by. And then I see this person kind of walk by me. And I think I kind of recognize them. And then they gave me this look like uh, like I killed their mother or something. Mm. And I was just like, oh, do I know this person? Did I kill their mother? Is, 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 it, is this Ashley? 
and it's like fuck you you knew right away who it was or you just thought you might know who it was i thought that i might know who it was okay but how how long has it been since you'd seen the person who you thought it was so it'd been about nine years it'd been nine years since you had seen who you thought and you thought it might be ashley yeah it might be ashley but in nine years people change a lot like and I thought it kind of looked like her, but also it's very, very possible it wasn't her because there's been, I've had these moments a lot where I think it's somebody and I'm like, oh yeah, blah, blah, blah. You start a conversation. It's not them. Uh-huh. Or you start a conversation you think it's somebody and it is somebody you know, but it's not this person you thought you knew. Oh. Like you're so, talking to John ends up being, you know, Jeff. Yeah. So who, for the audience, who's Ashley? Is that someone you went to high school with? So it's someone I didn't go to high school with, but she went to a high school somewhere else, and I was in Noble. All right, so you both went to high schools. Yep, and she was in Sanford. I was in Maine. Noble. Noble had what a noble pride to it. And Ashley, she was a bitch. I mean, how do you put this? Oh, okay, so you dated her. Uh, yep, so we dated. Uh, so first she tried to date Steve, and then Steve rejected her. And so I was the, uh, the, the alley-oop. <laughs> Alley-oop. Oh, my God. Uh, okay, so uh, how did you guys meet if you went to different high schools? So we went to the same church. Ah, church hookup. Yeah, and I'm not sure how this hookup began, because I think you began, began talking to her more, like, first than I did. Like, I, I think you had more of an end with her, because I don't know how I got to know her, really. It's like... But I didn't even go to your church. No, but you get invited to the events, and you went a lot. I get, so I get I got invited to a church event with you, and started hooking up with girls at your church. Yeah, even though it wasn't okay. Go on. That's kind of what was happening. But I, okay, so she 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 showed interest in me, and I sh- showed none in her. Um, so at some point, uh, she stopped talking to me, and she was talking to you. Well, you tried to do this whole date thing where, you know, you're going to try to, you know, woo her onto me and then it ended up backfiring because she just ended up being more attracted to you because you weren't paying attention to her. Oh, God. Well, that sounds like a really stupid high school thing to do. <laughs> well, because I kept on trying to, like, you know, grab her, or, you know, kind of push her, like, oh, be okay, playful. Hold on. <laughs> I just kept trying to grab her and, and wow, and she didn't like that. She didn't like that, did she? No, she liked it. She liked being 40. Oh, okay. So, so this is... So it worked. So this is like, you know, bad teenage flirting. Like, you know, kind of like, like, ugh, you're gross. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, if you couldn't tell, it's like pushing away. Like, ugh, you're gross. Mm-hmm. Very, very good for audio. But she she was responsive to my, you know, flirting. But then it's like the forwarding just made her want to flirt with meter more because she wanted to show, oh, yeah, I got this hot guy flirting with me. That's not going to deter our romance here. Okay. Well, obviously, me and her didn't work out. I never dated her. But you did. Eventually. I don't oh. know how that happened. Okay. So you... so. Wow. Okay. So you're working at the financial institution. You see somebody walk past. You think it may be your ex who you haven't seen for nine years. That was part one. Mm-hmm. Part part um, zero would Dead. be would be that. And then eventually in the car, you're like, hey, Nate, you think you should date Ashley or this other girl, Kira? And I'm like, I don't know. And I'm like, Ashley, I guess she's closer. 
and that's how the decision was made. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold on. I'm not remembering this. First off, did she have the Shinigami eyes? <laughs> yes. Okay. So uh, what what the fuck are you talking about with this car situation? So we're in the car. and You and, you and me? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think you're driving because I couldn't drive. Yeah. And we're, asking, we're talking about the situation. You're telling me about how Ashley's cute and so on and so off like this. You're not interested in her uh, and think she needs to find a good home. <laughs> your face man you're making me look bad go on but then there's also the issue because there was this other girl who was interested in me and uh i don't know why but i don't get interested i don't have girls interested in me very often but if there are it's like three at one time it can't just be one at a time okay so there's this other girl from the church and her i forget her name christian kira something like that okay. And she was into me, but she was, like, further away. Like, that would be, like, a long-distance romance. I wish her name was Christian <laughs> and you met her at church. That would be amazing. But it's, like, uh, trying to decide between the two because, you know, and things were getting heated between the two and AIM. They kind of somewhat knew about each other, but didn't really. Oh, man, the good old AIM days. So you, you said, hey, just go with your heart. Go with Ashley. So, okay. Oh, see, that's way better advice than... <laughs> than how you first pitched it kind of the same thing though it's not <laughs> go with your heart versus she needs a home those are two <laughs> very very different statements okay so where are we still at part zero uh okay we can get to part one <laughs> okay part one is where you see her in the store and you're not sure if it's her or not was it her uh oh okay so is there a part duh so the part two is I brought that story up to you, and you thought it was horrifying because uh, there was a bad joke in there, which will remain hidden. Go on. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it's it's like it was an awkward situation, but I'm like, I don't know if I knew her. I mean, maybe she was just giving me this weird look. Maybe it was her, but either way, it's nine years ago. I don't think she'd be it have the animosity against me, if, you know, despite that. Mm-hmm. And so we kind of just pack up that day and then i moved to another branch and this is like uh another moment when i'm out in the aisle it's kind of doing concierge just like a month later maybe like two months later and there are a few customers up in line and so i'm supposed to greet them and see if i can't help them with anything bring them off the line and so uh she pulls up there and i'm still thinking is that ashley or is that not ashley i'm not sure I mean, it looks like her, kind of, but, you know, I don't want to be mistaken and kind of, like, be like, oh, yeah. When, when she comes up, I'm saying, oh, how's it going today? She's like, doing well. All right, so we're going to be helping you just right over there just a second. Just uh, wait one minute, and they'll be right with you. No, far more elegant than that, but uh, she's like, oh, okay. And then she gets up there, and I'm thinking, okay, that's probably not Ashley, because I think she would have said something to me, like, she would, like, say hi or something mm-hmm. but maybe it is maybe it is maybe it's just she just felt awkward because maybe i just made it awkward by making it feel like she was just a customer mm-hmm. and just kind of treating her in that way fair yeah which that was just a safe way to do it because in case i didn't actually know her mm-hmm. like I, I feel like she were engaged and so i decided to go up to her and say hey uh do i know you mm-hmm. and the answer i get is yeah okay <laughs> so so, uh, how do you know her? It, it's Ashley, isn't it? So, so, okay, let me try to do this out. F- f- full bore. 
Hey, do I know you? Yeah. Oh, is this Ashley? Yeah. Oh, hey, it's great to see you. It's been so long. How you doing? Good. Oh, hey, what, and what are you doing? You working at the beep? Yeah. Oh, man, that's pretty cool. I'm actually living down here in Rochester now, and it's kind of interesting. How, how you like that area? Good. So where are you living? Beep. Okay, okay. Well, it's definitely great to see you here. Uh, hope you, hope everything's going well. And it, it was conversation was awkward, and my colleagues are, you know, it, it sounds awkward there. It was even more awkward just seeing the real person. Mm -hmm. And my colleagues are all behind, you know, helping trailer, you know, trans, doing transactions, and they're kind of dying. Like they are <laughs> dying of laughter or of awkward or both, both, both. Because <laughs> after she left, they do like all came up to me like, Nate. What did you do to that girl? <laughs> well, what did you do to that girl, Nathan? I, I don't think I did anything, but we, we can we can we can go there. But this is this is this is part B of the story. Okay. So it, it's like I don't know what's happening. It, it's like okay, it definitely was Ashley, but it's it's like I wasn't trying to be rude. I was just trying to like reengage an old connection. Mm -hmm. And my my manager, who is uh. She is an in-tuned female. She's very good at social dynamics. Her thing was, oh my God, that girl is going to go cry tonight. I'm like, why? Because you couldn't even remember what she looked like and you dated her for over a year. Mm -hmm. We dated for like three years, by the way. But <laughs> <laughs> she's like, you can't even remember? She's just going to cry. Her self-esteem is now just shot to shit. Oh, wow. And I'm like, well, I people change like why is expected of me just to memorize what you would look like you know in 40 50 years like it doesn't make sense to me i don't i don't think it's expected of you i think it's just like most people would recognize somebody that they dated for three years i mean i'm very risk adverse so i'd give the chances that it was her to be maybe 35 percent wait, wait, wait so you you were 65 percent sure it wasn't her uh, yeah, yeah. So then why would you even say, like, are you Ashley? Because 35% chance isn't bad. I mean... I guess. Okay. Wow, you really didn't... You didn't even think it was her. No. Has she changed a lot? Not that much, but... uh, Well, th this is where it's tough. Because I've shown some pictures to people. I'm not going to show mm -hmm. pictures to people on the podcast, but I've showed pictures to people of her at the bank because she comes in regularly sometimes. And you take pictures of her at the bank? And well, they know. Oh, she okay. So people at the bank, you've shown pictures of her too. Yeah. I understand. I thought you meant you showed pictures to people of her at the bank. Yeah. <laughs> okay. People at the bank know what she looks like because she comes in. Thank you. So I showed her pictures of me and her when we're together, like from nine years ago. And they're like, oh, yeah, she, well, she does look similar, but I can see why you wouldn't, you know, make the instant kind of recognition there or why you'd be a little like, ah. Yeah. So so that gives me, I think, some legitimate culpability to. Yeah, yeah, okay. Which, you know, also, I, I, I'm very risk adverse. I've With those moments where I have misidentified people mm -hmm. and ends up being wrong, it, it kind of, like, hits me. So it makes me less likely to do it in the future. Yeah. Like... So why why was she so short with you? Um, I don't know. Was it just because you didn't instantly recognize her? You think? 
So I can pull out a quote here because okay, she had me blocked on Facebook. Okay, been there. And uh, just give me a second. So she had me blocked on Facebook. So she that night decided to unblock me from Facebook just to send me this message. And then block you again? I don't know. I haven't seen if she blocked me again. Oh, did you try and message her back? No, I'm not going to. Okay. But uh, okay, put this in context. When's this last message? How do we see when the last message was sent? So the last message I sent to her was February 13th, 2012. Oh, okay. Yeah, that was a few years ago. And really, I hadn't seen her, like, for longer than that, but we were doing some online conversation type stuff. But uh, this is the message she sent to me. Uh, Are you bullshitting me that you didn't recognize me? I mean, I did pop a baby out of my vagina five years ago, but I didn't think I changed any. Mm-hmm. Okay. If, <laughs> if you think you read that like any any better, go ahead. I, I mean, maybe I I think I think you read it right. Maybe you read it kind of angry when it doesn't necessarily have to be angry, but I think there's uh, frustration in there for sure. Are you bullshitting me that you didn't recognize me? I mean, I did pop a baby out of my vagina five years ago, but I didn't think I changed any. Like, I. Okay, so she was she was short with you because she was mad that you didn't instantly recognize her. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Well, I feel like she would have been mad with me no matter what if I didn't say anything to her, if I recognized her. Or, I don't know why. I don't know. Did how did you wait? Did you break up with her? Mm, so. You don't know. You don't know. You're like it was nine years ago. I don't remember anything. See, this is this is where it gets confusing because it's like one of those situations where, you know, like you break up with her, you get back together. She breaks up with you, get back together. You break up with her, she get back together. And, you know, then who did the final breakup? Uh, I think it was her. And why? Was it like? amicable at the I mean it sounds like if you're both breaking up with each other back and forth there was some weird shit going on yeah well so I had some health problems at the time and these health problems were getting away of the relationship and I made it pretty clear that you know I don't expect you to stay with me with these health problems because I know that you're young that you have uh, a lot to do and that's perfectly fine that if you were want to break up with me for that reason you know go ahead and do it uh, and instead of the response to that being, yeah, it seems like a good idea. It was more, no, I can never do that to you, baby. Like, you know, kind of, kind of laying on the ham. Mm-hmm. And then her method, she didn't have a very good method of dealing with this. Mm-hmm. Cause instead of just accepting it and just being like, Hey, I want to break up with you for these reasons. Let's instead just, uh, you know, be, how do you put this? A super bitch. Just like start causing issues that aren't there. Just make things super, super stressful to get me to break up with you. You know, mm-hmm. just create like a very toxic environment. And then so eventually, I think I would break up with her. And then she would be like, no, baby, no, baby, I didn't mean it, blah, blah, blah. So get back to her. And then she would uh, then keep kind of doing that. And then start complaining about things with the relationship. Because at that point, I had agoraphobia. So I had a hard time going outside and kind of going places. And then so we start bringing that up. And I'm like, no, it's okay to break up with me for that. Just do it. I mean, it, it's not a big deal if that's what the deal breaker is. But, you know, otherwise, we can make it work in the other ways. And then she wouldn't break up with me for that. So 
it's 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 almost like she felt bad about it and she needed me to break up with her mm. but she had to do it by just bringing up the like like these nonsensical kind of sorts of issues that mm. weren't related to anything and it got tiresome and in the end she broke up with me and it's a very tough breakup which it didn't have to be a tough breakup uh what did I have to do? I think she was cheating. She she ended up going like with cheating on me. Mm-hmm. But, didn't you? Didn't weren't you both? Uh, you traded virginities, if you will. Yeah. So I mean, there's there's a lot to be said to that too, at least in in our culture, as to like what that means and and that that's kind of a big deal. Like that person will forever be in your mind. There's no question on that, right? Yeah, I think that's true. You, you kind of never forget the first. Mm-hmm. Um, so I mean, there. I, I think that there's a lot. There was a lot there, and then uh, I can imagine that feeling like super. She must have felt super guilty, like in that situation where she doesn't want to be like a, a shitty girlfriend, where she just breaks up with you because you're having health issues that you can't control. Um, so maybe a lot of that wasn't necessarily like on purpose. It was. You know, Freudian, if you will, as far as her uh, her actions that you feel were hostile in an attempt to get you to break up. Maybe it wasn't like scheming. It was subliminal. No, I don't think it was scheming at all, because I don't think that's how she thought in general, for the most part. But I, I, I do think that there was that kind of the, the wheels underneath that that were turning that way. Mm-hmm. And. They were saying that it would be bad to break up with someone if it was just for health reasons. Because, I mean, that, that's a very adult thing to do. Like, it's a very hard thing to do, but I think it's a very adult thing to do where, let's say you start dating a girl and then you really like her, and then you find out she has cancer, you know, and maybe you've only known her for, say, two months. Mm-hmm. Some people might, you know, stick with her because they feel guilty. Uh, other people might say, you know, I wanted this kind of relationship here and this is going a different way i support you through your cancer and i I still think you're an awesome person but i want to disconnect from you uh, romantically because you know i don't have that much investment here and i don't want to invest too much more and Mm -hmm. you know that kind of hurts because it feels to this other person maybe like maybe a lifeline's kind of you know snapping off Mm -hmm. but that's completely emotionally valid and not good decision, but it's, it's good if that person makes it and can can reason through it in that kind of way. It's a very kind of mature thing to do. Uh, I think that there would be a ton of guilt that comes with that, though. Is it, like this is something horrible that's happening to this person that they can't control, and they're trying to get through. You may be uh, a positive in their life, and you're stepping away for selfish reasons because you don't want to be involved in the same thing that they don't have a choice over being involved in. You're abandoning them. Mm-hmm. I mean, th- that's the counter to it, right? And that's that's the the meta going yeah. on in the in the heart and mind of the person who's trying who is in the situation of being um, uh, romantically entangled with somebody in a situation like that, a health situation like that. Okay, yeah, I think you're right on that, and this is why you can't just if you're going to dump someone with cancer, you can't just dump them because they have cancer. You have to dump them because they're like the complete asshole and that they're the worst person on, on earth. I see. So you have to make up a story in order to make make it not about the cancer. Yeah. 
which yeah. you didn't have cancer, but no, you, you, uh, like you said, agoraphobia, like to the point of, you know, you weren't able to do anything. And I think that was a big part of what she wanted to do though, was to be out and do stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Which I understood because, you know, we would hang out in my room, hang out on the bed, you know, we'd take walks, but we didn't like go to many places. I mean, we used to go places a lot. So that kind of became less and less. And I understood from my perspective that this was not a good deal for her and that if she wanted to leave, no. But imagine from her point of view, trying to explain that story. Like, oh, are you and Nathan still together? Oh, no, we broke up. Well, why did he break up? Well, you see, like, he, he had these health issues and uh, it was getting to be a bit too much, so mm-hmm. he, he, we decided to split both ways. And, I mean, on uh, yeah, that's going to sound awful to anybody that she's trying to explain that to, but on top of that, like, if you're actively saying, like, I get this is hard, and if you want to leave, that's fine. That's going to make the guilt way worse. It, rather than, like, your attempt is to try and make it more reasonable to be like, I get it. Like, it's not a big deal. And to give her give her permission, if you will. But if anything, that might make it harder because now it's like, okay, now he expects me to leave him, and he says it's okay, and I don't think it's okay still. So now there's double guilt. Yeah, yeah, and this is where these situations get really confusing, and I definitely think with Ashley, these kind of feelings have uh, boiled and kind of flustered, and that they're still probably boiling and bubbling, because mm-hmm. it's it's like I'm not gonna like hype myself up too much, but I, I'm like I'm really good boyfriend in general, like I, I try to provide like a lot of um, good feelings, like non argumentation. Uh, like I, I try to do a lot and it's not to say that like I'm that great of a person but I put an effort in because it's like how would you not have a good relationship otherwise and so I, I feel like there's maybe some feeling of like loss well, missing out with that because it, it's, it's easier to get over a boyfriend who is just an asshole than one who is actually nice but has issues mm-hmm. right right like, like, let's say I dated a girl who was, like, the best girl ever. Like, she had so much going on for her. But then it's just every night she would just start crying uncontrollably for, like, a couple hours, right, about crazy stuff. Mm-hmm. And maybe she had these outbreaks. I mean, it, maybe it got to the point where it wasn't worth it for me. It, like, that would be even harder because this girl is perfect for me except for this one aspect. And that's, like, far more arduous in my heart than it would be f- if she was just perfect or mm-hmm. or if she was not perfect maybe she lacked all these good qualities because to have goods but also just a little bit of bad is yeah can you phrase this any better uh you think that because she you're you didn't have because you're a good boy it made it harder i i don't i don't know i think i think you have you're holding on to a lot of anger too about the whole thing. I mean, you, you bring up the point dancing all the time, and that's directly correlated. I'm really interested as to where your anger comes from in all of this. Um, and I think that she might, I, I think her anger at you not recognizing her would is in part her then thinking, so if he doesn't recognize me, that means he doesn't remember me. If he doesn't remember me, I mean, I meant nothing to him, but he meant a lot to me. Like, we we were we were both virgins and like we uh first uh, were you her first like super serious boyfriend yeah 
So like that's that means a lot. Like mm. she, you mean a lot to her in the aura of who you were then. Um, so I think a lot of that was tied in. Um, and then on top of that, her she she brings up having a kid. So she's surely feeling self conscious about herself. How much has having a kid changed me? How much? older do I look now? I know looks were really a big deal for, for Ashley. So like, I'm sure she's feeling, uh, she felt she was, she felt given the fact that you didn't recognize, like she doesn't look like how she used to look, which in her mind probably means she doesn't look young anymore, which of course adds on to all of that other stuff. So Nate doesn't recognize me. He doesn't care about me. I didn't mean anything to him. And I'm old. Like that's, that's a lot to process all at once. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I do have some uh, animosity still, which is mostly like I feel like a lot of the situation could have been avoided just by kind of staying rational. So instead of uh, like uh, kind of trading all that tension at the end and kind of like breaking up, getting back together, breaking up, getting back together, sleeping with my best friend, that kind of thing, I don't think that was needed. Like, uh, because I think it was needed for her to kind of put an end to the relationship in her mind because it was like escalation and, you know, there could have been something there. Like, 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 like we we're saying, it's hard to break up with somebody who just has cancer. You have to, you have to break up with someone who has cancer and, you know, all these mental problems, like all these kind of behavioral problems, relationship problems. Mm-hmm. So I, I think the fact that it was sort of avoidable and that she feels angry about it still is kind of annoying to me because I was fine just being like a friend with her, like after that, you know, like sure it sucked, but you know now we're just platonic friends, like whatever. But uh, that that wasn't like a, a thing that could happen. Oh man, there's so many points I want to touch on here. I want to start with wait, wait. So she slept with your best friend. Who was that? Jispin. Oh fuck, that's right. I forgot about that. That's why I don't talk to him anymore. Yeah, because we were so we got back together, and then I don't know how I found out. Like, but she either told me or he told me or someone told me. And, but so he slept with my best friend, but this is after we got back together and it, it's, it's like the fuck. Yeah. That's pretty fucked up. Okay. Um, so fuck, what was the other point? Uh, I'm not really sure, but, uh, this is running a little long right now. So I think we should continue the rest of this conversation next episode. So next episode, part two of the Ashley talk, what's this going to be called? Therapy? We need to talk? Hey, it's Chris from the Vinyl Loft, the Upper Valley's all-vinyl podcast, spinning over seven decades of great music on a format that has refused to die. We spin nothing but vinyl, classic rock, alternative, heavy metal, and much, much more check us out on facebook and instagram and we are proud to be on podcastnh.com